Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. This week, irreconcilable differences. The complainant Jessica gave up most of her belongings two years ago when she went overseas to serve in the Peace Corps. She left her furniture and a video game system with her sister Eden. The game system broke while under Eden's care. Jessica says her sister owes her one working video game system. Eden says the machine was old and it malfunctioned, and that she owes her sister nothing. Is restitution in order? Only one man can decide. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman enters the courtroom. I got a pocket full of quarters and I'm heading to the arcade. I don't have a lot of money, but I'm bringing everything I made. I got a callus on my finger and my shoulder's hurting too. I'm going to judge them all up just as soon as Jesse swears them in. Jesse, repeat after me. Because I got justice fever. Just this fever. It's driving me crazy. Driving me crazy. I got internet justice fever. Justice fever. I'm going to shut their pie holes. Shut your pie holes. Thank you very much, Jesse. Swear the men. Please rise and raise your right hands. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God or whatever? I do. Do you swear to abide by Judge John Hodgman's ruling, despite the fact that he recently acquired in a hostile takeover the entire Peace Corps organization. <laughs> I do. I do. Very well, Judge Hodgman. Meow, 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 meow. Oh, hey. Hi, everybody. It's me, John Hodgman. Hello, uh, Jessica. Are you, you Hi. Are the complainant? And Eden, I am. Eden, you are the sister? Hello. The, defend, the defendant sister? This is true. So for an immediate summary judgment can either of you name the specific piece of popular culture that i was very badly paraphrasing <laughs> and and, uh, and and in the spur of the moment inviting uh, jesse in on a sing-along on i sadly cannot mm. nor can i i was going <laughs> to defer to eden but eden you cannot and jessica you cannot no jesse Mm-mm. i'm sure you you recognize it no i don't it, it was <laughs> it was of course pac-man fever which <laughs> Which peaked on the Billboard Hot 100 at number nine in March of 1982. You know, that's funny because I was going to guess Disco Duck. Oh, it was very, very much in the vein of Disco Duck, to be sure. But uh, Pac-Man Fever was by Buckner and Garcia, who did a whole album of video game parody songs. They had Ode to a Centipede and Do the Donkey Kong and uh, Going Berserk. (laughs) None of which were really... I had this album, actually, on, on, uh, on vinyl, obviously, uh, because it was either that or Wax Cylinder at the time. Uh, and none of them were as good as Pac-Man Fever, I have to say. But Disco Duck uh, was by Rick Dees, very famous radio personality and host of Solid Gold for a long time and still does radio today. Look it up. And I wonder sometimes if he's the proprietor of a place here in Los Angeles, a tavern called Disco Duck Boogie and Cocktails. <laughs> I don't I don't know but I want to go there immediately. I'm there right now and I am blessed. Oh, well tell me tell me if you see Rick Dees and tell me if he's got Buckner and Garcia as his busboys. Uh so I'm I, I apologize for going so deep into the history of video game novelty songs but I'm just trying to stretch it out cuz uh this is a video game dispute and one of you is clearly very wrong. 
<laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I completely agree. Jessica is very wrong in this situation. And uh, we'll it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see how, how long I can go before um, making an immediate judgment and pretending to be impartial. So one of you has their work uh, cut out for her in terms of convincing me that, it, that what she is doing is okay. Jessica, you bring <laughs> yeah. this complaint to the court. Uh, explain to me what happened. You, you, you entrusted your gaming system to your sister? I did, yeah. So when I was going overseas, I just gave a lot of stuff that it was not practical to store for two years to Eden. And the, I have returned. And the only thing I wanted back was this gaming system. And the gaming system and is, a, is it Odyssey and Intellivision? What is it? ColecoVision? Am I allowed to say the name? Atari I didn't Lynx. want to be a buzz marketer. Uh, no, I, well, I appreciate your restraint, but I think, <laughs> that it, I think that it is germane to the case. It is a Nintendo Wii. A Nintendo Wii, all right. And you, ga- and you yeah. gave it to Eden uh, under what arrangement while you went to... First of all, where did you go, where did you go in the Peace Corps? I went to, it's called the Gambia, West Africa. It's near Senegal. Hmm. And what, what, sort, what sort of work did you do there? Uh, I was an education volunteer, so I worked at a middle school, and I did a computer lab and libraries and all sorts of incredibly, things incredibly that they valuable asked me to do. Work. Incredibly valuable work. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, now, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Now, why didn't you bring your Wii to, to the Gambia? <laughs> uh, well, I lived did you not have? Did you not have the, 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 the power adapter? <laughs> there was no there was no voltage converter and also Uh no electricity in my house so both of those factors you're supposed to pack light so i left the (laughs) the nintendo behind (laughs) so what did you do did you just hang a sheet up on the wall or a painting and then pretend you were controlling it by by waving by waving a a cliff bar around I uh, I read a lot of books and oh, I tried sorry. to interact with people oh. <laughs> during those two years. Those were sort of my goals. Well, no wonder you wanted your Wii back so badly. <laughs> so the cru- exactly. the crux of this, uh, Eden, is that the Wii is the the Wii that your sister left with you is no longer operable. Is that correct? This is true. Yes. What what, hap- what happened to it? You know, honestly, I. I don't really know. Um, We set it up. I moved a couple times when I, when she went to Africa, it coincided pretty identically to me moving out to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So when I first moved out here, I was just crashing on a friend's couch. Mm -hmm. So I had minimal stuff out here. And then about four or five months into me living out here, we got a a real apartment. And Mm -hmm. so that's when we took the stuff out of storage that was in Dallas And, um, we got all the furniture set up and I hooked up the Wii and, um, I think it, it, it did work for about a few weeks, but it was like kind of janky. Like some of the games didn't really work. Mm -hmm. Like the remotes were really in and out. Mm -hmm. Um, it just, it wasn't very dependable. And so then one of my other roommates had her own Wii. So then we just used that. And then when, um, when she moved away, we tried to hook up the new one and it just, it just didn't work. Like. Let, let, all right. Let, um, I, I, I understand something <laughs> mysterious happened that had nothing to do with you. I, and I, I see, I see where you're going with this. Uh, how old are you, Eden? I am 24. And how old are you, Jessica? 29. And Eden, what are you doing uh, now? I mean, what is your your profession? What does your life entail? Um, I uh, I work in Culver City. I'm an executive assistant um, to the the president of a production company. Oh, so you work in, you work in entertainment. I do. I do okay. work in entertainment. All right. 
So, uh, so let me just understand this. So when Jessica went to the Gambia to educate uh, 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 underprivileged children in a place without electricity, you moved yeah. from Dallas to Babylon <laughs> to, uh, yeah. to, to, uh, to, uh, to take abuse from a person in order to make sure the world had access to television like Honey Boo Boo. Is that correct? Is that more or less what, what's going That's on? That's actually eerily accurate. Yeah. I wish she could tell you about some of the shows she works on. Honey Boo Boo looks pretty good compared to them. So. That's, that was my former job. We do At the company that I'm at now, it's better. Well, but since- I do come from a Honey Boo Boo type background. <laughs> so what, what, since it's your former job, uh, what were what, like? What were some of the shows you worked on? Did you work on any of the shows on HGTV? That's what I first of all. <laughs> oh, I wish. No, I, I actually did apply to a the production company that does that. I didn't get that job. Um, give me an example. But, give me an example of some of the shows you were working on when you were trashing your sister's property as she educated. <laughs> Uh, I worked on um, the biggest show that we had at the at the original company was Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Oh, um, they did a they did a lot of game shows. They also did um, my personal favorite game show that we did was the revival of Lingo with Bill Ingvall. <laughs> um, they also did Family Game Night. Um, some of their docu series they they did. Um, How'd you get so rich with Joan Rivers? Mother knows best, or Joan knows best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joan Rivers. Um, so we do unscripted fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah. why didn't you? Why didn't you uh, capitalize on your sister's experience and do? Are you smarter than a Gambian fifth grader? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good show. Ian. <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy did not want any part of Gambian. <laughs> All the questions are about cassava melons. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Jessica. Mm-hmm. What was the arrangement when you entrusted this we into your sister's care? Was it for her to store it or for her to use it? Oh, yeah. No, I expected her to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we play Bet We a lot together. I knew she liked it. And I just thought it was dumb to have it sit in my mom's house for two years and not be loved. Right. I wanted her to play it and love it, but I did want her to keep it alive as well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and she always knew I wanted it back. Eden, did you know that she wanted it back? I mean, I I think that was that was probably a safe assumption. I mean, I I, I think the furniture I pretty much assumed I would keep just because it would be a really big pain to move everything. But I mean, I I one million percent say I I was and I still am very grateful for for everything that Jessica gave me. <laughs> Thank you. But, I mean, the, the natural course of events happened, and the Wii is gone, and, and then I had to replace it by myself. Well, right. So but, I think that alters the agreement. Jessica, did you want any of the furniture back? No. Um, it's It was a lot of trouble getting that furniture out to her. If we could do it again, it might not happen again. <laughs> but I definitely don't want to go through another cross-country furniture move. It's just well, you had to too move, much trouble. You had to help her move to Los Angeles. Do I understand that correctly? Well, yeah, we did that at another point in our lives. <laughs> um, okay. The furniture, I mean, it was just when I was leaving, she didn't have the apartment yet. So mm-hmm. I had to have the apartment packed up. Then that got put in a storage locker. Then she had to communicate with the storage locker. It was being moved from Texas to L.A., and uh, it was, I mean, I was in Africa trying to deal with this 
moving company and it was I mean the furniture turned out but the other thing I just wanted to mention yeah. is I didn't want to imply or for Eden to imply that the we somehow was moved with this furniture in this truck and perhaps damage occurred then. I hand delivered the Wii to Eden, mm-hmm. uh, oh, sure. and she I'm played sure you, with it in that first apartment. I'm so. sure. I'm sure that I'm sure that you delivered it using the traditional <laughs> Wii velvet delivery gloves. <laughs> I but gave a kiss before I left. But you claim that you you have you witnessed Eden using the Wii in good working order. Where the impression I got from Eden was that it was broken by the time it got to L.A., which is true. I mean, Eden, how much did you play that in that first apartment that I dropped it off in? I ever? Was, yeah, I don't think we ever hooked it up there because that TV in that place was mad old, and I don't even think. Yeah. <laughs> now wait a minute, Jessica. Do you agree that the TV in that place was mad old? <laughs> I don't think I ever watched TV there. I just remember that roommate had that huge dog. It scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Oh, Slyron was sweet, but that that apartment, like there was. There was it was a junior studio apartment with a big dog and two girls and it, there was no room to do oh anything. Oh my god! It sounds as terrible as West Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, do, how could you possibly stand it? I, I don't think that's fair. Just because she was doing it's absolutely, it's, it's absolutely the most fair thing that you could say. <laughs> You know, there, there is a thing as a first world problem and there's a thing as a developing world problem. Well, you know, Jessica had been out of college for how many years at that point? Like six, six yeah. years. And um, so she had a time to establish a life. And that, that was a decision that she made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't regret it. Start Here's my own thing. Roots. First of all, her argument is just I I broke your Wii, I bought a new Wii, this Wii is no longer yours. Whereas I left a working Wii, I should get a working Wii back. I don't care who bought it. I think that that makes, it's, I mean, that that is a reasonable argument that a 29-year-old person who has seen something of the world and has perhaps slept under a malaria net would make. And I'm not sure that I understand the argument of a 24-year-old person who lives in Los Angeles and and is frankly too... Won't be can't be bothered to play the Wii due to the mad oldness of her TV. <laughs> so Eden, I'm going to really let you let you stretch out for a second here, okay? And and uh, and explain on, under what possible circumstances should I judge that your uh that you, that you have no requirement to return your sister's property in reasonably good order after it was this- entrusted to you. It, when she lived in Dallas, she would um, like take it from Houston to Dallas. It had been on several road trips. It, how long did you have that Wii? It was a Wii that was around for several years. Yeah. Um, That's a good question, Jessica, because here's the thing. You went away for two years. Right. You understand that even if, even if, you, even if the Wii had been put into a safety deposit box, <laughs> given the nature of technology, when you opened that safety deposit box – in contrast to the technology that had been invented those two years, that Wii was already garbage. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how, I, how did, did you take reasonable care of this Wii or what? Yeah, I mean, uh, the Wii is a great video gaming system because it is portable. All right, now, you're buzz, so- now you're buzz <laughs> <laughs> Now, now I'm getting I mean, suspicious. I definitely took it around to some parties and it, it, it had traveled. But, I mean... Yeah, who's to say? I'm not I'm not saying that 
I don't think Eden like dropped it or spilled beer on it or anything. Let me ask you this question. Uh, but I do think maybe she did something. Because it worked. <laughs> it worked fine. The whole time I owned it, I never had a problem with it. And I had it maybe two and a half years. Why did you? I will, why, why, uh, excuse me. I'll have an order. Thank you. <laughs> Jessica, two years away, seeing a world far distinct from your sister's hedonistic lifestyle. <laughs> Why did you even want this thing back? Had you not, had you not been transformed personally uh, and spiritually? I, I and have ready, been and in ready, many ways. And ready to cast off earthly possessions <laughs> and terrible television shows and leave that to your sister? <laughs> yeah, no, that was actually one of the reasons I joined the Peace Corps because I was like, you watch too much crap TV. Uh, you need to go do something better with your life. But one of the things I learned overseas is that there is no purpose uh, or there's no point to feeling bad about the things you enjoy or feeling guilty for enjoying them. It doesn't do anything to make the world better. And there are things I can do to make the world better, but not playing the Wii isn't going to make the world any better. So I I enjoyed the Wii. (laughs) And I've been gone for two years too. Like the thing is, I just, I, I would like, to have it fun for parties like i would it's fun and what? i i didn't get to play for two years i kind of miss my nintendo so without without buzz marketing further what what is the game that you as you as you came back from educating children <laughs> abroad that you were most looking forward to playing uh i really liked the mario world was that super mario world even <laughs> Yeah, that's a fun one. I mean, we the thing is that makes this dispute so sad, and I hope it can end with us both having. Yeah, we really enjoy playing together. (laughs) It's just sad that we live so far apart and we can't share one Wii, but we can't, and thus I should be the one who has a Wii. Well, if you got the Wii, we could we could play on the internet. Wait a minute, what? (laughs) Let me ask Jessica one last question. Isn't it unreasonable, Jessica, to expect that your sister, an adult, could possibly <laughs> take care of a piece of electronic equipment for two years in a major American city that, that, is, that, is, that, is, that is plagued by nothing worse than t- bad television and, and, and maybe some energy drinks? Isn't that unreasonable? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was reasonable at the time. Like I said, I, I just didn't, I knew that she liked the Wii and I just thought she would enjoy playing it, but it was not sort of a play this thing to death. I don't care. Like, Eden, Eden. Can, all right. Yes. No, I don't want you to talk right now. I want you to answer my questions. Okay. okay. How many years did your sister have the Wii before it was put in your possession? Oh, I, I honestly, I'm not sure. I, I, when did, I don't know when she bought the Wii. Um, when did you get it? I mean, a few years. Did you get it when you were in college? Eden. No, you got it outside of college. I, think I, I, I got I it know. in Dallas. It was, it was two years old when I gave it to Eden. The Wii, it, did you get the first one? It was released oh, in 2006. No. I so, mean, it was, so it was maximum, definitely 2007 at, or 2000. At its maximum, it was... Four years old when you, yeah. ha- when, you, when you gave possession of it to your sister and is p- potentially six years old now. Okay? A yeah. lifetime. In, it's an eternity in, in terms of electronics. <laughs> right. And I believe you can probably buy one right now for – what is the currency in Gambia? 
<laughs> the Delasi. <laughs> yeah. For twenty seven Delasi to a dollar. <laughs> yeah. So you would probably get one now for half a Delasi. <laughs> I mean, that's what makes this this whole thing so sad. Do you understand? <laughs> not your not your love not your love of Super Mario World. <laughs> Eden, really quickly, how did you break yeah. this thing? <laughs> I maintain that I did not, but I will also well, what say happened, though? what happened. I, did you? What did you? You 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 spilled an energy drink on it, or what? <laughs> no, I mean it just things just stopped sinking. And honestly, I thought that like the whole thing was broken. But then when I bought the new Wii, like like I have, she got she gave me the Wii Fit board and stuff, so that started working again. Yeah. And like, everything else. Oh, wait a You're still in possession of the Wii Fit board and the other and the other uh, accessories. Well, that's what I'm saying. I and I, if Jessica got a new Wii, I completely. She gave me a lot of games. She gave me a lot of accessories. I will one million percent. Obviously, I I do think those are hers, <laughs> and those should go back to her. I agree. <laughs> I, All of I, them, or do you get to keep your five favorite games? Well, that was the first proposal. I was just gonna say if this. You're making me sound really bad, right? <laughs> if, if, if the court That's one of the more distinctive features of the adversarial system of justice. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 if the court found my favor and I got to keep some stuff, yeah, I've had a lot of fun with that. I would totally keep the Wii Fit board if I could. <laughs> but if you wanted it back and you got a new Wii, you're my sister, I would do that. Uh, oh, that's very kind of you, Eden. <laughs> I'll take I'll take that I'll take that consideration. I'll give your property back if you buy something new. That's very thoughtful. <laughs> I'll take that into consideration as I make my decision. One last question, Eden. Do you do you have an income? Um, I do. I have I I have an assistant a low assistant income, but I do. Okay, and Jessica, do you ha- do you have a job now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually working for Peace Corps. You're working so. for Peace Corps. So, well, all right, not really a job, but okay, I got gotcha. yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, you. Yeah. You're, you're paid in Delafi, may I presume? <laughs> yeah. About yeah. how many Delafi? No, dollars. How many Delafi a year do you make? Oh, God. Millions. That's what we used to do in Peace Corps. We would convert our American salaries to Delafi, and then we would be like, we're millionaires. Uh, okay. And so you're both, <laughs> you know, we're all Delafi millionaires. <laughs> but it, but in real life, uh, to, to what degree would, would it be an equal hardship to either of you to purchase a Wii at this stage? You know, I'm I'm actually curious because I did take a pay cut when I got back from Peace Corps, All right, just, and so I bet Eden and I make the same amount now. Just oh, okay. So, but would would Eden? Will you agree then that it would be an equal hardship to both of you, more or less, in the context of your salaries to purchase a Wii? Um, I mean, I, I guess that's probably fair. I mean, I, I, I'm sure Jessica might have like more in savings and stuff just because I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I would say probably right. Jessica's more financially well off as a whole than I am, but we're salary wise. Yeah, it's probably comparable. <laughs> I think I have everything I need to make my decision. I'm going into my chambers now, uh, and I will be back in a moment. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman. Exits the courtroom. Jessica, you're the complainant in this case. How are you feeling? Uh, pretty good. <laughs> I think it went pretty well for me. Sorry, Eden. <laughs> no, yeah, that's 
that's cool. <laughs> Fantasize about playing your Wii while you were living in the Gambia? Oh, yeah. I thought about it. Oh, yeah, probably a little bit more than I thought about Eden. But <laughs> of course. <laughs> Eden, how are you feeling? Um, You know, uh, it could be better. It could be better, <laughs> to be honest. I feel like Jessica's role in the Peace Corps, like, I feel like that was a big part of the case that I wasn't really expecting. <laughs> I think that moving to Los Angeles would be viewed so negatively. <laughs> but, but that's okay. I understand. I, I am very, I, all, the, the court and joking aside, I'm very proud of Jessica. And she did something that I could never do. So. Aw, thanks, Eden. You're welcome. It's true. Hey, have either of you guys ever played this game, Super Wario Shake It Club or something like that, where it's like uh, Wario's on the screen, he tells you, shake it, you know, and you got to shake the thing, and then you got to get some ants off a log, and you got to climb on a little tree or something. Oh, it's great. Have you ever played that? Have you even? Yeah, I've either. Sounds awesome. That's a Wii game? It's pretty great. Yeah, it's for the Nintendo Wii. Well, anyway, guys, thanks for taking the time. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman re-enters the courtroom. You know, I've been thinking a lot about it, and someone said something to me very meaningful once, and, and I'll just paraphrase it now. I'm, I'm very proud of Jessica. And she did something that Eden could never do. <laughs> I think truer words have rarely been spoken. <laughs> I find it. I find it truly one of the most exemplary little sibling positions to take. <laughs> that that the older sibling has gone to the peace court and trusted the little sibling with some property, which gets destroyed in the little sibling's possession. And the little sibling not only says "tough luck," but I'm going to keep I'm going to keep the fitboard and all the other stuff with it because what do you need it for? <laughs> that is are you the are you the are you the baby of the family Eden? Is yes there any, is there anyone younger than you what, what was that is there anyone younger than you in the family are you the only two siblings we have an older sister and jessica's the middle sister and i'm the oh, youngest uh, even now it's even sad <laughs> <laughs> middle sister goes to africa <laughs> To help children, and you're like, sorry, middle sis, you don't deserve any attention. You don't even deserve this four-year-old uh, video game console back. I'm sorry, I, I trashed it with all my roommates and my boyfriends and my dog and my honey boo-boo. It's just, you know, maybe, maybe what you didn't learn in Africa is life is fleeting and you should get over it already. <laughs> And you also bought a, a new one, which you deserve to, which you deserve to buy for yourself. But what I mean to say is, you are not you're not exhibiting financial hardship. <laughs> I, 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 I'm definitely I'm surviving. <laughs> Here's the thing: I don't believe Eden that you did anything wrong with regard to the property. You used it; that was part of the agreement that you would use it. Uh, it was old. Uh, frankly, it has been outpaced and uh, by a lot of other gaming systems. And there will be, I think this may be the last year uh, that, that we is in production, even. Uh, I, think, I think Nintendo is planning to replace it. Uh, 
but I, I believe we're coming to the end of its life. And so very soon, this entire discussion would be moot. And so we have just a brief moment to administer justice here in the, <laughs> in the fast-paced world of consumer electronics. So here's what I'm going to say. I don't think you did anything wrong. The thing just died. That was going to happen. Jessica, you could have easily have put it uh, into into a, a, a storage locker or just under someone's bed and, and be enjoying it today, but you made a choice to let your sister use it and it reached the end of its natural life. The fact that she has been a monster about it since has no bearing <laughs> has no bearing on that fact. But it is true that you could have put it under a bed and have it today probably in decent working order. And for that reason... Uh, you should be able to get your property back. Here is the thing, though. It is unfair to compel your sister to buy you a new Wii because that is not what you put in her possession. And sister, Eden, I'm looking mm -hmm. at right now on a popular internet shopping website, and I can tell you right now that, you know, if I had a sister who had gone through the Peace Corps and whom I loved and whose Wii I had casually destroyed in, during... <laughs> in my Hollywood lifestyle by throwing it off the balcony of the Chateau Marmont or whatever you did with it. <laughs> I would just go ahead and buy her a new one and say, this, you deserve this. But I'm not going to compel you to do that thing, which would be a nice thing to do, you should consider doing. <laughs> Only through justice can I compel you to buy her a used system that is pro would probably be in, uh, ultimately in better order uh, than, than the one she left with you. And as far as I can tell online, used Wii consoles are all over the place and only in the range of about 50 or $60. So you should have no problem whatsoever with buying that Wii and returning to her all of her property <laughs> that you are currently thieving through possession. And I think that is the only fair resolution to this. This is the sound of a gavel. Judge John Hodgman rules that is all. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. Eden, how are you feeling? Um, you know, I, I don't feel bad. Uh, I feel, uh, I feel it could have gone a little better for me. <laughs> Not going <laughs> to lie. But, you know, I, I, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. Um, I will definitely take his advisement to look into new ways as well because she does deserve it so i'll look into that but that's fine wait a minute, wait a minute, i don't wait maybe over you thanksgiving really, i'll figure out when i can get the stuff to you because shipping's gonna be tough <laughs> i would i would accept a that's thanksgiving gonna be as delivery. much as buying a new Wii is all this shipping so i have to figure out how i'm gonna get this to you no i would i would i would accept if you wanted to deliver it over thanksgiving i'm fine with that <laughs> We can work it out. <laughs> that, that's a sidebar. <laughs> just make sure. Yeah, no, you it, should be, it should be handled. Oh, good. I'm so glad. I'm just so glad that a neutral third party told Eden how wrong she was because she was almost beginning to make me second guess myself <laughs> that, that I was the one who was wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Judge John Hodgman. <laughs> so are you guys going to get a copy of uh, Super Wario Shake It Up? That's going to be the first game I buy. What it's this game where there's these ants on a log and you got to get them off the log by shaking your control stick. It is a blast. I can't even begin to tell you. Sounds right up our alley. So. I like it. Yeah. It's, well, actually, it's called Wario Land Shake It. Wario Land <laughs> colon 
shake it exclamation point since we're buzz marketing games now this thing is tremendous there's too many somethings and a something and you have to do a little dance with your stick it is great it's i can't recommend it enough <laughs> um jessica eden thanks for joining us on the judge john hodgman podcast thank you, thank you. judge hodgman oh, hey. how are you jesse Oh, I'm really excited. I remember it's called Super WarioWare Smooth Moves. I looked it up. Want to hear what happens in it? Yeah. Okay. In WarioWare Smooth Moves, Wario is gorging himself on cakes when he is interrupted by a small, strange creature called a Splunk. Wait a minute. He's gorging himself on cakes, and it's called Smooth Moves? Is this a constipation-related video game? Is this like, is this like maximum regularity achieved? <laughs> maximum regularity unlocked? You didn't listen to the whole thing. So he's first he's interrupted by the Splunk. Then the creature steals Wario's cakes, and he chases it all the way, where? To the Temple of Form, where he discovers what? The Form Baton. Wario takes it and gets chased out of the temple by a giant boulder. He soon incorporates the form baton into his video game empire, and as always, his latest development is a huge hit. Guess what, Jesse? I've now got Super WarioWare Smooth Moves Fever, and I I will give a free download of my new audiobook, that is all, to the first and best person to create a Buckner and Garcia-styled novelty song called Super Wario Wear Smooth Moves Fever and send it in to Judge John Hodgman. And we'll play the song on the internet air. That's wonderful. We do have something on the docket here that we can clear out. It's technology related. All right, good. Dear Sir, this is from Jason. I have noticed that my Apple iPhone autocorrects the surname Hodgman to Hoffman. This irks me, and I would like a snap judgment regarding Hodgman v. Apple. Is it your honor's opinion that the surname Hoffman outranks the surname Hodgman? In a Google search, the first item that comes up upon typing Hoffman is Hoffman enclosures. Please clear up this internal dispute of mine. Well, now I want to know what Hoffman enclosures are. Those... I'm looking up Hoffman enclosures to find out what a Hoffman enclosure is because you know what this I'm, seems... I'm also looking up Hoffman enclosures, but you realize what we're doing is we're both causing Hoffman to outrank Hodgman yet again. By oh searching. no! Uh, Hoffman is a leading designer and manufacturer of systems to safely and reliably protect the electronic controls and mission critical electrical systems in industrial, data communications, commercial construction, and government applications. Their product I mean, catalog I, features the wide array of enclosures, accessories, and thermal management products. I got to tell you, this looks like one of the best in-row cooling units that I've ever seen. I have noticed many a time, imagine how I feel when I'm typing onto my iPhone and try to sign my own name, only to have it be replaced by the mysterious Hoffman. And indeed, I received a tweet from a person in the United Kingdom asking me uh, uh, the very perplexing question, at Hodgman... Can people in the UK submit cases to Judge John Hoffman? You just wrote it! <laughs> but then I realized it is, this, it is this insidious tendency of autocorrect to change from Hodgman to Hoffman. I don't know why it is. I can only presume that there is someone named Hoffman who works at Apple who 
secretly put this in in order to elevate himself and bother me. And if that is the case, I applaud it. That is what you should be doing. If you have access to programming autocorrected Apple, you should be creating mischief. So there's nothing that can be done until such time as they recognize that I once worked for them and maybe deserve the correct spelling of my own. Do you think that this is good news for my British television hour-long drama pitch, Judge John Hoffman, in which an irascible country judge played by Stephen Fry also works as a veterinarian on the side? Uh, That sounds like a great television pitch, but as much as I love Stephen Fry, uh, Judge John Hoffman should be played by David Mitchell. (laughs) Hello, I'm your Judge John Hodgman. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is brought to you every week by you, our members, of course. Thank you so much for your support of this podcast and all of your favorite podcasts at MaximumFun.org, and they are all your favorites. If you want to join the many member supporters of this podcast and this network, boy, oh boy, that would be fantastic. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash join. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Stitch Fix. You know that boost of confidence you get when you put on an outfit that just feels good? You know what that's like. That's what I get when I use Stitch Fix. With Stitch Fix, you get a human stylist, not AI. A human being who understands your style, size, and budget. They do all the shopping for you, and it's the easiest way to update your wardrobe this season or any other. This professional stylist picks the clothes. They can either send you a box where anything you don't want is unbelievably easy to return, or they can make a little storefront for you just from stuff that they recommend for your taste and your body. Uh, It is an absolutely incredible service. They give you styling advice, outfit recommendations, the whole thing soup to nuts. And like I said, if you don't want it, if you don't like it, it is unfathomably easy to send it back. They give you an envelope that's big enough, that has the postage and the labels on it. All you have to do is shove the thing in there, close it up, and drop it off at your local mailing center. It is that easy. Can I also say the stuff that my stylist at Stitch Fix picks for me? I really like it. Like, they know me, and it's really terrific. Plus, if you've got small people in your life, sadly, my small people are now adults shopping for themselves. But if you've got little kids, it's a terrific way to to get togs for your kids. Style that makes you feel as you, as you want to look. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash J-J-H-O. That's stitchfix.com slash J-J-H-O. Stitchfix.com slash J-J-H-O. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Aura Frames. Hey, Mother's Day is coming up. Do you have a mom in your life that you'd like to celebrate? There are very few better ways than giving an Aura frame to someone you care about. These are beautifully Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos of your memories with your mom, stepmom, a mentor, friend, uh, whatever it is in your life who might enjoy seeing photos from your life. Aura frames are the way to go. Judge, there's a very special mom in my life, Ms. Teresa Thorne. Yes. Uh, that's my wife and also a, a whole human being in her own right. Guess what's guess what's on her bedside table? Yes, that's right. You guessed it in one, an aura frame. <laughs> what I love about the aura frame is you don't have to load a bunch of stuff onto an SD card or whatever, like with the old digital frames. 
it is so easy to get the pictures on there. So like when Teresa texts me a cute picture of one of our children or our dog, uh, or one of our siblings texts us a cute picture of one of them or one of their children. Uh, all I have to do is hit that share button on my phone and I can share it right to the frame and then it lives there for as long as I want. I can also take it off whenever I want, but I don't even have to open the Aura Frames app, which is a great app, but I don't right. even have to go there. It just goes straight into wherever I want it, uh, whichever frame I want, or I have multiple Aura Frames in my house or all of them. Uh, it is incredibly easy. That's why Wirecutter chose it as the best digital photo frame. That's why it's one of Oprah's favorite things. Uh, it is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use the code Hodgman at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Biz, and this is the final season of One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. This is going to be a year of celebrating all that makes this podcast and this community magical. I'm so glad that I found your podcast. I just cannot thank you enough for just being the voice of reason as I'm trying to figure all of this out. Thank you and cheers to your incredible show and the vision you had to provide this space for all of us. This is still a show about life after giving life. And yes, there will be swears. You can find us on MaximumFun.org. And as always, you are doing a great job. All right, class, tomorrow's exam will cover the extinction and de-extinction of the dodo, PowerPoint as an art form, and the history of Eurovision. Any questions? Uh, yes, you in the back. Uh, what is this? It's the podcast Let's Learn Everything, where we learn about science and a bit of everything else. My name's Tom. I study cognitive and computer science, but I'll also be your teacher for intermediate emojis. My name's Caroline, and I did my master's in biodiversity conservation, and I'll be teaching you intro to things the British Museum stole. My name's Ella. I did a PhD in stem cell biology, so obviously I'll be teaching you the history of fan fiction. Class meets every other Thursday on Maximum Fun. So do I still get credit for this? <laughs> no. <laughs> obviously not. No. It's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk to you next time on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is a production of MaximumFun.org. Our special thanks to all of the folks who donate to support the show and all of our shows at MaximumFun.org slash donate. The show is produced by Julia Smith and me, Jesse Thorne, and edited by Mark McConville. You can check out his podcast, Super Ego, in iTunes or online at GoSuperEgo.com. You can find John Hodgman online at areasofmyexpertise.com. If you have a case for Judge John Hodgman, go to MaximumFun.org slash JJHO. If you have thoughts about the show, join the conversation on our forum at forum.maximumfun.org and our Facebook group at facebook.com slash Judge John Hodgman. We'll see you online and next time right here on the Judge John Hodgman podcast.